Welcome to the Primal Path Podcast. We chat with our tribe to build a stronger connection through our native ways of communication. Learn about our coaches, clients, gym programming, and hear from our local businesses and find out about the latest happenings. Hey tribe, we're going to put together a podcast today that is unlike our normal podcast. We're not here to try to give you information on the gym or anything like that. I'm sitting here with Jesse. What's up, tribe? Uh, and we're sitting out on his boat, and we're just gonna we're just gonna talk. We're just gonna talk about life, and we're gonna talk about things, and uh, I, you know, and see how this goes. And, and try, if you got- try some things out, you know, this is not for uh, for fitness advice necessarily. This might not be for mental health advice this is just us this hanging all, out and having a good time maybe this is our mental health yeah but that's true that's true <laughs> but uh you know at the same time we want to just kind of tune you in you always get information from us that's always like gym related but uh, i am a, a normal person and i do like to sometimes occasionally get away from the gym you do really because <laughs> we thought you lived there <laughs> but uh yeah so we're gonna just kind of talk about the summer talk about uh, just, just everything. All I the guess. things going on in life, you know, all the, all the cool things that are, are happening. It's, you know, springtime's over. COVID is, is starting to be in the rearview mirror. People are emerging from their cocoons again. Um, you know, the tribe is more active. At class this morning, there were like eight people at a, a morning class, which means you know people are uh, emerging from the the tundra winter we had and uh, getting back to normal, which is really great to see. Yeah, we've got a bunch of new faces, too, and, uh, you know, as always, I know we said we're not talking about the gym, we're talking, yeah, talking about <laughs> there's some stuff, but, but yeah, like, totally, uh, we, we are, we, like, we're, we're getting back in the flow, we just got so much to do, and I guess we'll start it off with that, you know, get the, uh, I guess, quote-unquote business out of the way of sure. the up-and-coming of what uh, what we're doing at Primal Path, and... Well, since the last time we spoke, and uh, I appreciate you allowing me to be your honorary co-host once again, because uh, we had a lot of fun, and you know I'll come and do this anytime. But since the last time we spoke, uh, we're in a whole new location, uh, new building, uh, with a different layout, a lot of the same workouts, you know, equipment, but there are some new additions. Uh, there's new rooms, you know, it's very functional. <laughs> There's a new, yeah, yeah, there's there's a, a lounge area that's very well lit with some great seating. Uh, but it's a totally more functional space than we were in. And, I, you know, I don't know if you've gotten to that on any of the podcasts, not that any of the ones I've listened to. Um, but it's it's a it's a big step up uh, from our from our last location, which is which is cool. You know, I think uh, feedback from the, the tribe has been pretty positive And yeah, I, I uh I'm, I've been pretty stoked about it, you know, creating more of a health and wellness place with heavier, fi- I, hard, excuse me, harder, I don't want to say harder fitness, but a different type of fitness that people are used to in that wellness, like a health and wellness type of center. Yeah. But we have, you know, there, there's tons of stuff that we want to do to that gym, but it's a, it's a slow process. So there's a lot of stuff that's still empty. There's a lot of stuff that we're, we're ready to order, but it's either out of stock, and I don't want to just pull the trigger on buying something that's not exactly what I want. So, you know. You know, also, by the way, you're now off your feet for the listeners, because I know you have listeners that aren't actually members and don't see you on a regular basis. So you are physically now uh, disabled, impaired. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're not at 100%. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about what you went through recently, because... Uh, 
you know, I think that that probably slowed down some of your, at least, uh, personal progress, but, you know, also progress at the gym that you were able to make, you know, in a quick period of time. And so, uh, so yeah. how's it going? How, how are you feeling? So pretty much, uh, yeah, I'll give everyone the, the, the lowdown. So pretty much I had heel surgery to remove a large bone spur on the back of my heel. I've been fighting for 11 years or 13 years, excuse me, 13 years and finally got that removed. So I can't put any weight on it. Haven't in three weeks and won't for another couple more weeks. So I've been, before that, we did the big move of the gym. We got everything kind of uh, over there, trying to get everything set up because I knew the surgery was coming. Then I had the surgery, first surgery in my life. Um, and then, so I had the surgery kind of slowed down my entire life because I really can't do the things that I thought I was going to be able to do and I need a lot more help and things take so much longer but we're staying positive to it yeah mentally I mean, it's mentally it's it, I'm going to tell you though it's, it's mentally beating me up man like yeah. even this morning I woke up and like I'm so grateful for uh Melissa you know Melissa Nightingale who's my neighbor she literally has helped me so much she's my neighbor obviously because she's my neighbor she's, she comes yeah. over and does so much right. for me and helps me out and uh there was like and then on top of that, after I had the surgery, I lost my uh, my best friend of 13 plus years Ugh. of Projo, yeah. um, or you know the dog that everyone loved. I, you know it that that was just that was just a kick it's to the gut. Besides the fact on. that I can't do that five <laughs> days after and just not being able to help her when I saw her, it's just brutal. So I'm very grateful for Melissa Nightingale to uh, help me out with so many things and and everybody else. There's tons of people who have helped me out. So sure. I'm not. Uh, I'm not taking anyone. Uh, yeah. I'm not trying to leave anyone out, but um, I just want to say it's been it's been a big change. And and then with that, the only thing that's been keeping me positive is now I get to do all the fun admin work, which I've been <laughs> like you know postponing. But now that I'm laid up, I'm I'm really motivated, and it keeps my spirits high of getting all the stuff that I've been pushing off for so long to get done. But what you've also done is shown that being injured does not mean you're not able to exercise or workout you're you're posting videos because your leg is injured doesn't mean you can't do upper body or core and you've even done some upper leg and hip yeah. workouts um you know and, and people if like a lot of times when somebody's injured they gravitate that as an excuse to completely shut down what they're doing and you you've kind of shown that like you can have a traumatic injury and continue to do other things and and stay active and engaged and you know that that recovery from your injury because you're you're physically active in other ways is going to be much easier the bounce back from slowing down is not going to be as hard for you you know physically as an athlete and as a you know a fitness professional uh or anybody like if you just you know you take a month or two off from from working out i mean i feel like if i take four days off from working out i feel um you know, uh, sluggish, but you know, you, you can, you show that you got to find alternatives. You got to make the best of the situation and, um, be creative in your workouts. Just, just change up what you're doing. Yeah. And it you can get into this thing. Uh, we, we talk about it, you know, we do a clubhouse, uh, talk. I talk with six other fitness professionals, uh, and not just fitness professionals, mental fitness professionals. I mean, we're talking with, you know, 
um, like doctors, like PhDs. We were talking with uh, other sports psychologists. We're talking with, I'm in a group of people that's on Clubhouse. So if you're not on Clubhouse, go download the app. They just released one for Android, I just found out as well. And every Friday at 3 p.m., we're on Clubhouse talking about mental fitness. And this is not a gym thing. This is like a high, I don't want to say it's a high level thing. It's a, okay. it's a thing with, with, with people all around the country. I, I get in this group with six other people. And we talk about how we can teach mental fitness and try and make mental fitness fun because mental health in general is not something, and it's May is mental health month anyways, but mental health is not like a fun topic. No one really wants to talk about right. it. It's boring and all that other stuff, but you know, well, it's just what, hard to talk about. I mean, like you've done a few podcasts recently on it and it's, it's, it's a difficult conversation for anybody to have because it's very, um, self-exposing people feel vulnerable when they talk about it it's there's a taboo that mental health uh issues equals uh weakness in a lot of cultures it's, it's you know what yeah I mean? it's so, the same thing of like being in the 80s when someone's like hey i'm gonna go for a run and everyone's like you're doing what you're gonna go for a run what are you crazy <laughs> right, right, right. and i think that's like you know and we talked about this and someone brought it up on our on our clubhouse chat but um like yeah it, it, people look at you as you're like there's something wrong but we need yeah. to like change that that dynamic, that mental fitness is something that needs to be coached just like fitness, just like anything else, because that's exactly what it is. And right. for me, like having the gym, the gym is for me. Like, like it sounds mm -hmm. really selfish and call it whatever it is, but I open up my gym for me. And what I mean by that is my gym and the capability to teach people is what keeps me mentally strong mm. and mentally stable. Mm. And at the same time, when I'm feeling like, man, I really don't want to work out. I have to also look at myself as being the leader of the tribe, the tribal elder, the whatever you want to call it. Like, um, and I have to still show that no matter what excuses you can come up with and all that other stuff, that, that's just, you know, that's, well, that's exactly what it is. It's just excuse. Like you need yeah. to show like as, as yeah. a leader, I should be showing the way to tell other people that, Hey, yeah, my, my foot, I'm supposed yeah. to have my foot up. Yeah. I'm supposed to do all this other stuff. And I do, but <clears throat> excuse me, but, um, at the same time, you can still get a workout in. There's other you have other pieces of your body besides an ankle, and yes, it sucks. I have crutches and a, and I, I you know I can't do that. But there's so much you can do, and it's well, just your, your will. Your upper body better be ripped by the time you get out of that that uh, foot boot. Yeah, you know I'm not. You know I, I, that's what I thought at first, but I'm focusing so much actually on my ankle. Yeah. Now that I'm allowed to take everything off and actually like move my foot, I've been like firing my glute and my mm -hmm. hamstring for the first time in like four months or three three yeah. weeks, not four months, three weeks yeah. or four weeks that I haven't been able to do it. So, um, but to go back to your, you, we were talking about just a second ago because we're I don't want to go on a you know tangent in a different hundred different directions, but oh, we already your, are. <laughs> your your point about your gym being for you and mental fitness when you come into a class and you're you're instructing you know, your, your members, you're, you have to be so, um, on point engaged and prepared. It's like a teacher having a curriculum or whatever the, the, the lesson of the day is going to be. There's preparation involved in it. Like talking about, and you, you start the week before with your programming, but then when you get to the class, you're like you're, the, the movements, not, it's not just the activity, the reps, um, the time it's, it's the, actual functionality and the, the technique and the um what am i trying to say that just like the doing style? it style <laughs> style and, and form just making sure your, your your form is correct um and then but you're you're kind of, you have to be psychologically really engaged and prepared to, to to coach just as much as 
uh, you have to be engaged to to be in a class as a participant. So yeah, uh, as a coach, you're an entertainer. It's co-therapy, really. Yeah, and as a coach, you're an entertainer. If you think about it, yeah. like everyone's looking at you, and like this is this thing I tell my coaches too. Is that, that like everyone's looking at you like you're the expert right there you need to make that <clears throat> class fun informative exciting you have to put that on even like you know even if you're struggling through life and like i could be miserable and trust me <laughs> you know melissa sees me <laughs> at five o'clock in the morning when she's driving me to work hi and melissa i hope you listen to this by the way <laughs> listen there you go and uh she has to listen to me and i like I try to make a positive spin on it, but right, you know, it's contagious, right? So if you're in a bad mood, the the, yeah. the vibe in the class will not be where it needs to be yeah. for people to be enjoying. So, so I just gotta it. always like I I could bitch and complain all I want from when I get up and I can't get up and it takes me yeah. so long to get ready, but as soon as people come in, like that, guess what? This is not my hour anymore. This is your hour. This it's, is everyone else's hour. It, everyone yeah. else needs to come into the doors. Put all their baggage right there. I, I want I want all their baggage dropped at that door and yeah. entered into the gym and just work. I'm here yeah. to take care of that baggage. I don't care if I'm missing a leg. It's <laughs> it's uh, non tangible yeah. baggage is what yeah. I want. Like that's the way that I always but wanted the it's, gym. It's also that like your tribe also genuinely cares about you as a person, like with or without the gym. Like I know you like yes. well, this is a, a yes. primal podcast, and it's you know that's a lot of what we do is is focused on that, but. It's also like the relationships you've developed with all of us as as uh, clients has eclipsed that, and now it's it's we're, we we generally want you to we want the best for you. Like when you're going through stuff, like we all you know we we hope like we, we want to do whatever we can to make sure you're getting through whatever you're going through. You know, and, and it's something that has really like shown through th through the entire time I've ever opened the gym, and I, I truly appreciate it. But I'm also a person that tries not to ever put my personal life into the gym. And the reason for that is because I want people to focus on their life, not focus on my life, what's happening in my life. Because obviously I am the owner and and people do, do look at that and they want to know what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe that's also bad in the sense that I don't put as much information out as I should. And we're working on that a lot this year. That's my biggest thing. But it's, and that's why we're doing this is just, yeah. shoot, you know, yeah. we're just we're just talking well, and well, trying to I figure that also out. Like COVID has restricted <clears throat> us from doing like, because like, I heard your podcast with brian and i know you've done events as a gym like travel events either spartans or you know not not crossfit games anymore but like things like that where we can do we can go as a as a group and go do you know things and get to know each other a little bit better outside of the gym and maybe like on a, on a more personal level um, and I, I think that, that that's something that, like, now, post-COVID, we can do way more of, you know? And now that you're speaking of that, we uh, you guys will see that this week we are doing a tailgate, pretty much, the second Friday for three months, for June, July, and August. We're going to do Ooh. a tailgate. which but So after the Friday class, we want everyone the, to come the out. The 5.30 Friday class. Yeah, the 5.30. Five, yep. After that, yep. if you're not going to the class... Just come up you afterwards. You can come anyway. You're, yeah. You, you, and the, the workout's not required. But you should. But we yeah. do have a cap at nine. So that, okay. that is the issue. So uh, what I will say is that we're going to, hopefully by then, we'll have, a, well, we will yeah. have a picnic table yeah. out there. But we're going to try and get out by the, the by our little pond that they're building the running track around. And our goal is, is to get everybody out there, you know, have fun. We want to yeah. create, like, like yeah. I, I talk so much about creativity hour. Like, something that's uh, so important in my life is having an hour a day of creativity to do whatever I want. And what we want to try to do is provide that creativity hour, or we're going to do, like, two hours, 
um, for everybody to come to the gym. And this is, and come to the gym, we're going to hang out outside, like around the woods, around the pond, yep. with a picnic table, grab whatever drinks you want, bring whatever food you want, bring any music you want. I'll bring my hand pan there, Perfect. bring guitars, bring whatever. But we want you guys to just be creative for an hour. That's come and hang out with people, talk with people, meet yeah. people, yeah. whether you want to play some instruments out in nature, whether you want to just, I'll bring the slack line out, bring you know, cornhole. That's we it. want to just be like a, a laid back a couple hours on a Friday night that people can get out. Don't have to worry about all the societal norms of like fitting yeah, and following rules. And yeah, because sometimes, you know, a lot of times when we are together, we're working out and it's very intense. You know, we don't get a chance to like let our hair down and actually like get to know people on a more of a personal level, meet their families. You know, I've, I've met so many people through the, the gym um, just referrals for things like got my daughter and Girl Scouts through a member, um, you know, food recommendations for, because again, I'm, I'm still relatively new to the area and learning and meeting people. So Jim for me was, was a, a big conduit. You know, I have a lot of personal friends now. I talk to like text and message with all kinds of these members that, um, you know, people that really helped get me acclimated to the area. So like the, I, I wanted and tailgating. I thrive. I, I love tailgating. <laughs> yeah. like, the fact that you started with tailgating. Yeah. Nadine, no, I'll give credit. No. Nadine. Nadine says like we should call it a tailgating. Yes, I, I agree. Nadine's I agree. a good marketer brand, and and Nadine has amazing taste in food. So I think whatever we decide to do from a food perspective, Nadine will probably have some great input in that as well. So. And initially, we we're gonna do. Uh, we were originally going to do food, but every time we do food after a 6.30 class, usually people don't eat, and then people who are coming at 6.30 don't eat. So the first time, we're not going to do any food. Right, but if we do finger, food. if we do food, we're thinking about finger food. So or everyone bring we'll, in, you can do potluck or something like that. We'll yeah, we usually do that for our summer barbecue, which we'll finally like bring back yeah. this year uh, for sure. But the first first time, we're just going to have it. We just want to see how it turns out. We just want to see All who right. shows up. We want to see yeah. um, how it goes before we, you know, get a bunch of food and, and, I, I and do that stuff. I think it'll be well because, attended. I think you'll yeah, have a good turnout. I mean, I, I truly do appreciate our, our tribe because they, they... They the, care. Yeah, we all care about each other. Yeah, you you know? yeah. And, 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 like, and we would hang out time. anyway. We, like, regardless, we're hanging yeah. out, you know? So... And, but, but, like, even the fact that, like, this is the first time... Everyone's always asked, like, can I help? Can I help? And I've always right. been a, a stubborn yeah. person I, who's like, no, you can't help. <laughs> and now I'm finally learning how to accept help from people, and it's just... It's... It, it's, it's I, I, you it's know, a little, it's a little, it's a little slice of uh, humble pie, but you, well, like, you is, have to but take care too. You have to take love to love. Like it, you have, you know, it's teaching mean? me. Honestly, it's teaching me self love because self yeah. self love is saying that you're good enough to be loved. Self love is saying that you're good enough at the way you are. Maybe you don't have six pack yeah. abs. Maybe you don't have this stuff, but. Um, you know, one of the guys in our mental fitness group on Clubhouse, he was talking about, like, the first thing he, he just realized is that he needs to work on is self-love. And, you know, it kicked yeah. into my brain, and I go, you know what, yeah, you're right. Because yeah. a lot of times we, like, push a lot of shit down, but um, that's what today is. And, yep. and we haven't even talked... You know, hold on. First of all, I kind of... I'm offended that I didn't get to experience the rapid-fire segment of... The primal podcast because <laughs> hey, you know, wait, wait, wait. That, that's been going so well lately for you. <laughs> it's been so on point. <laughs> and maybe, ideas, and maybe we should just like remind everybody that we're doing this podcast from a tugboat. Well, that's also about you. Yeah, ruined it. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, I don't want to say you're ruining yeah. it. You're yeah. always the person who brings it up. So uh, I was just about to go into that go, and say, go, go. say, Jess, we haven't even talked about the fact that what, what the fact is is that. 
you've been running this podcast as pretty much the host asking me all the questions for one, but two, now it's time to switch it back on you. So right now we're sitting on the Connecticut river. Yeah, it's funny. I th I'm thinking of the meme with Michael Scott, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. We're out here on the Connecticut River. We're in uh, Chester, Connecticut, right on the uh, beautiful Connecticut River at the marina down here, hanging out on uh, a boat named Sunny. It's a 21-foot Ranger tugboat, having a good time. And... Um, yeah, I, I, I. This thing's dope. Yeah, we we're just sitting got in the cabin water. right now. We're sitting in a cabin. We're drinking a beer. All right. Yes, we're definitely drinking a beer. We might have another one too. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah. So fishing season's like underway. Uh, the marina's opening up. So um, you know, after this podcast, me and Andrew are gonna put a couple worms in the river, see what shakes out. Maybe we get lucky. Um, maybe we don't. Either way, we're gonna have a good time and. This, yeah. is, this is a dope boat though it's like uh it really is i've ne i've never been on a boat like this like it's 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 well, one of a kind and it literally fits you perfect like if i saw this boat <laughs> in the connecticut river with i'd be like jesse yeah, on this it's, thing. it's slow and it's stubborn like me like that's how i describe <laughs> it like the boat it doesn't go over 10 knots which for non-nautical people is like eight miles per hour it's is very it slow like 12 uh, no, one, I think it's the opposite. I think miles per hour is lower than knots. It's 1.15. Okay. Well, well maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, you're right. Maybe it's, it's 1.15 miles per hour to one knot. Either way, right. I'm going yeah. nowhere fast. And so, but it's very good on gas. It's efficient. Um, listening to Brian's podcast, Brian, I think is just down the river. We can have a little rendezvous, tie up, meet up, hang out this summer, uh, explore, and uh, maybe get down to the beach, maybe down to Mystic, maybe to Block Island. The possibilities are really this like thing, limitless. This thing goes out. Oh, we could go to Block Island. Yeah, I would go visit Marielle and the yeah, you know, out there. Uh, so tons of people go to Block Island. Oh, in the, I know it's nice in the, in the summer. We're 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 finally at the point where we can start doing more outside, and it's you know you wake up for the the six a.m. class and it's actually light out. You know you can get out of bed and. Uh, when the the five thirty class is over, it's still light out. Like that's when you know it is that, nice. It, I'm yeah. not gonna lie. You know, it, it is kind of oh. nice having a little more hours of sleep. But uh, what? Yeah. So so Jesse, talk to me about your plans this summer. What are you doing this summer? So what, what, what's what? What do you want to get done? That's, so um, I'm not even talking about goals. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, what are you yeah. looking forward to in summer? So this summer, a uh, couple things. So I still work in New York. So I've been. You know, exploring other employment options, but I think soon I'm gonna have to go back to New York a couple days a week. So I'm gonna try to figure out and stabilize my work situation. I have a great job that I love, but uh, you know, we'll see what happens. That that's something that's that's kind of in the back of my mind. Um, besides that, I am uh, I've recently become an amateur crypto trader. Oh so, man, what do you mean? Dogecoin? The Doge? Yeah, so I'm um, um, uh yeah. I took a, a little bit of a loss last week on the Dogecoin. Don't tell don't tell my wife. Hopefully she's not gonna listen to this. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to learn about that. I think there's some opportunity there. The more I, I learn and, and understand about cryptocurrency and the privacy aspect of it and the, the fact that it's very non regulated by um, you know, government and untaxable, and it just provides a, a whole different layer of, of transactional personal privacy. I think there's there's huge opportunity in the future for that. So I'm trying to learn more about that crypto world a little bit. Um, and uh, 
you know, like my goal is, has been to, to get to your place four days a week. Like if I can get my butt into your, your gym four days a week, I think that's going to be enough to where I'm like physically, like maybe in the best shape of my life. You know, and I've, I've been at peaks before where I felt like you can like confidently say I'm in the best shape of my life. But I think like if, if I apply myself for another three months or so, I will confidently say, <laughs> yes, I am in the best shape. And that's that's all it takes, you know? I mean, just showing up. For, Consistency. Yeah. It's not about the yeah, effort. No. I mean, well, it is. Yeah, it's not about effort. But, but, but overall, totally, it's, all totally. about, it's all about the consistency. Just showing mm-hmm. up. It's like the same thing. Like, I don't... Even doing something that I'm like... You, you know that mentality of like, I could do something, but if I can't do it 100%, I'm not going to do it at all. Like, you got to yep. get that shit out of your head. Shake like, it out. That, yep. And that's the biggest thing that surgery has taught me because I'm like, I can't... I can't do what I want to do. I can't be on my slack line. I, I can't do a lot of these things. Yep. But I'm like, but... Yeah, you and I, I had this conversation privately at my house once where, you know, and I've even, you know, asked the question, you know, like, should people be doing more weight or should they be doing more reps or should they be trying harder? And, like, the thing that I'll, I won't forget that you said to me was, who cares? They're here. They're showing up. They're putting in the effort you know, say they have a, a, a 35 pound dumbbell and they should be using a 45. I mean, the, 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 the effort and the results are going to be the fact that you showed up and you did it. Right. I mean, obviously you want to try to push yourself harder and, and, and grow and become stronger and faster and, and progress. But like the important thing is like getting there, you know, and Bruce Lee has Bruce Lee always said, he goes, I don't fear that, and I'm going to totally jack this up, and Mike's going to call me out on this. Mike Young will call me out on this one. But, uh, but it says, uh, it goes, uh, Bruce Lee said that he does not fear a man who who attempted 10,000 kicks one time. He fears the man who's done 10,000 kicks. One, one kick, 10,000 times. One kick, 10,000 times, yeah, or 10,000 yeah. times of one sure. kick. It's not, yeah, sure, it's and it's so true. It's, 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 it's all about, like, you're going to know when that when you want to bump that weight up. You're yep. going to know. Yep. And if you're not ready, you're not ready. But at the same yeah. time, like, I always feel like we talk about, like, like modifying stuff down, and that's not yeah. the case. Like, I, I want – that's the case to get people in the mentality of what you need to do, but you also need to be able to push yourself. And if you're, you're yeah, feeling so, it, you're, you're – See, you're, like, I, I can tell you from the client perspective that, like, I, I just think it's an inherent human – instinct to not want to be last to finish but sometimes like if you put up you if you really challenge yourself that's probably a good thing to finish last right if, it, if you go up on your weight or your reps or whatever it is or the difficulty of a box jump if you make that box a little higher or if you don't use a band for a, a pull-up you know something like that like if it takes you a little bit longer but you also push yourself like you, your race is not against the clock your race is against yourself, right? Like, yeah. it's, so that's, it's, sometimes it's, it's, you know. Well, I want to put it this way. I'm going to put this question right back on you. Yeah. When you finish first, third, fifth in class yeah. and you watch people that finish behind you, what, you, what are you thinking about them? Nothing. I'm, I'm exactly. Nothing. Exactly. I'm right actually, there. I'm actually usually too tired to even be conscious of exactly, what's going on. Exactly. Because it's your. And will I, will I remember that? 
you you know, already, two hours you, from now. If no, I asked you no. who finished last three days ago, no. you're not going to be able to tell me. You want to know why? No. Because that's our subconsciousness telling yes. our brain that yeah. everyone is staring at me and judging me. Yeah, when in reality, right. everyone's just trying to catch their breath and they're so I thankful know. you're going because you just you're getting finish. a break before <laughs> Andrew or Nadine starts the freaking rebuild. Yeah, yes, so yeah. realistically, everyone is grateful. You know, yeah, like yeah. don't look at it. You know, like everyone worries so, so much about so many finish. things, but. It, you don't even have to freaking worry about that shit, you know, but, but either yeah, way, I know, you know, but it's, it's human instinct. So that's another thing like this summer, I like love to challenge myself a little bit more, step up the weights a little bit, step up the reps, do more difficult things. Like, uh, last week I, I put the box up at the highest way it could be, you know, for, for box jumps. And like, that was cool. You know, there's like, there's the things that like a double under, you know, um, would be cool to do more, you know, an unassisted, um, you know, 10 reps of, of pull-ups and chin-ups, things like that. The, you know, like little, you know, small victories, but, uh, but you, there's always a new challenge at Primal, right? There's always, like, you're never, there's no finish line. No, you, there's you, not. Always, you always can continue to challenge yourself. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. But let's, uh, let's, let's steer away from the gym. Let's talk about life. Let's talk about let's talk about people let's talk about um you know first of all there's a boat next to us that just revved yeah so if you're, if you're hearing the dog bark in the boat motor, <laughs> guess what that just yeah that, that shows that we're not liars <laughs> also i just want to let all of those listeners out there know that you're all welcome to come hang out with me and andrew at the middlesex yacht club in chester connecticut anytime you want we'll be here hanging out with a pole in the water and a cold beer in our hand I like my chicken fried cold beer on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, I haven't gone fishing in a long time and it feels good to be out here, you know, sooner or later yeah. we'll get out in the river. Yeah. As but, soon as uh, we wrap this up, we're going to, we're going to try to catch some striped bass and, uh, and hopefully maybe catch some dinner. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, man. So anyway, you, you got the cast off. Now you're in a boot. And you're you're improving, so you're starting to move around a lot better than you were a month ago. Yeah. So but, you're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. But either way, you know, when we look about uh, let's you know when we talk about this like, I was going to try and like totally tie this into my foot, but go we're ahead, not. Go we're ahead. gonna go. You know, like the my my foot is going to be like that that thing that crutch you know like legitimately the crutch I and i think about it like i can't slack on i can't do anything no. like that so when you're like hey dude you want to go out to the boat yeah it's hard for you to i was break. like yeah let's do this but then i was like wait a minute a boat and crutches and water well i mean your logo is a barefoot and you literally like it's part of who you are is walking around in the woods with barefoot like being connected to earth to the human body and this is kind of debilitated you for a little bit of time You'll be back in a few weeks. Um, you know, so, but what is your, let's say, let's, I'm going to turn table to turn table. What, yeah. is, what, is, what is your, your turn table's turn. what is your post recovery plan for fitness personally? Because you, you do a lot of coaching, but what, what's your, what's on your roadmap for, really for goals question. for this year, fitness wise? You know, so I was planning to hike the, uh, up section of the Pacific Crest Trail and that is supposed to be in August which if you know on the Pacific Crest Trail it's like the Appalachian Trail but it's out west it goes from Mexico to Canada 
and uh, I was going to hike wow. Section J, which is in Washington, <laughs> which is all like with the Alpine Lakes. It's the most beautiful section of the PCT. Wow. And if they didn't cut my Achilles tendon, which I fought the VA for so hard uh, about not doing, then I'd be going on that trip. But they cut my Achilles tendon, and I just talked mm -hmm. to my cousin who I'm hiking it with, and she even offered. She's like, well, we could always do it next year. So as much as I hate saying it, rather than trying to rush yeah. recovery and get injured, I'm trying to do this really smart because I never want to do this yeah. again. Um, so my goal was to to do that, but we're planning to go uh, do that next year. So we'll have actually planned like trips to go out to the Adirondacks, do some hiking, oh, check out our gear and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so do I. And then what we're going to do is we're, we're thinking about possibly hiking a little bit longer, maybe a couple sections of the PCT next year. Um, Hold on, can I digress for a second? Because yeah. you, you mentioned something in one of your recent podcasts about riding your bike. It might have been the podcast with your brother that you rode a bike from San Francisco to Los Angeles. And you, you kind of glossed over that real quick. And that's yeah. like an incredible feat that you actually did that. Yeah, 545 and, miles. And I, I think maybe that, that, that warrants its own dedicated <laughs> podcast to exploring that trip and like what made you decide to do that what happened during that trip uh you know because like, that's that's not something um like that's like the way you said it was very nonchalant and i'm like wait wait what do you say he did yeah so like <laughs> you know i always like taking on challenges that are outside my capabilities or way outside my comfort zone of like what i'm capable of doing or think that i'm capable of doing because um, it's part of my mental health, you know, and you know, my recovery was is that once I get my leg Better and as long as the healing and everything like that goes well My goal is to run like an ultra marathon. So a 50 wow. mile, 50 mile plus, you know, I'd probably do a 50 mile I'd love to do a, a century do 100 miles um, That is part of the goal for when I do heal up. That's my drive to heal up my brothers, you know done uh, no. A couple attempted uh, a couple. Um, I got a couple friends who do them. So yeah, that's my big goal. But I've always tried to take these challenges on, and and the reason for that is because when you go through war, you 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 end up experiencing adrenaline unlike anything you'll ever experience unless you're actually putting in a, in a life and death situation. Like yeah. you know, I was I was blown up. Um, by this like suicide, suicide vehicle born IED. I don't want to say I was physically blown up, but the, the vehicle blew up about 15 feet away from my vehicle. Um, you know, and obviously been shot at plenty of times and gone through, you know, just a lot of, a lot so, of like so, the negative. So, how do you replace war. that so, adrenaline? Right? That's, like, that's, so you exactly, felt that adrenaline? Exactly. So, yeah, it's like, it's fight or flight, like life or death feeling of panic. Like, there's, you have to. The survival aspect out of that is unlike, yeah. you can't ever explain that Unless you aspect. find an extremely difficult challenge yes. to put yourself through. That, that puts you go, right. like, am I going to make yeah. this? Am I not going to make right. this? And, and, and on top of that, too, is like, the only way that I would possibly think it would be similar to, and I don't know this because I don't do any like hard drugs or anything like that. Is extreme drugs. But I would, yeah. I, I would say like, Euphoric. like I, I would think like the thing that I always hear that like you know like a, a person who does heroin is always chasing the high. Yeah. Their yeah. first high is what I always hear, and I feel like that's it's, exactly it's how it is. So it is. It's like you, you that that rush that you get. A lot of people compare hard drugs to those moments of life or death and passion. And, uh, you know, it's like people who 
gamble. It's like addiction. Like they give you the that feeling of of like this is life. Like that rush. You know. You get the. It's hard to replace that. You, you know, if you work really like it's like if somebody's really depressed for a long period of time and they find happiness, they realize how long the struggle they went through to find the happiness and how much is worth it. Yeah. When you're in a life death uh, situation. That can happen all in a day. It can happen in two days. That you feel like I'm going to die oh. today. Oh yeah. You pray to Jesus, even probably. if you don't in even. Seconds. It does. Yeah. You pray to Jesus that you may or may not even believe in. Some people just like, in case to hedge. Just your bets. in case, yeah. like to hedge your bets, and then when it's over, like you're literally jumping up and down, like it is the greatest thing, and you're saying stuff that's totally not accepted politically. Yeah. And when every time I came home from a deployment. I always had a challenge set up for me that I was pushing my limits. So well, I that's could, something else so you said with my podcast with your brother is just sign up for something. Just sign yeah. up. And then, then once you, once it's on paper, you're there. You know, like you're going to, like you have to you train, have to for, train it. for it. You have to train for it. That's it. Oh, I, like, you won't train for it unless you actually put it on. So yeah, yeah. one of my, uh, one of my friends I grew up with, uh, his name's Balls. Um, What's up, Balls? <laughs> he definitely won't be listening <laughs> to the podcast, but, uh. We call them balls, and his brother, his younger brother, did this AIDS life cycle race uh, every year, and it was in California from San Francisco to LA in seven days, 545 miles on a bicycle. Man. Um, and it was, uh, it, and I always see him post this, and then one yeah. time I'm like, you know what? I've never ridden a road bike. I mountain biked when I was growing up. Let me do this. So I bought, so I scheduled it. I signed up for it. And then I bought a road bike, and in six months I trained for it. That's and then in cool. June I went out to San Francisco. I didn't know anybody. I ended up meeting up with Ryan, his younger brother, I when I was out there. I thought this was a connection I, to your cousin for this hike you're doing in the, the PNW. No, no, okay. no. Okay, the, okay. The so PCT. not connected. Totally different. No, totally, yeah, totally not connected. Man. And, uh, yeah, so I signed up for this thing. I went out there. You know, I you share a tent with somebody, like, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I didn't know who I was. And I shared a tent with this guy who had AIDS. Wow. And, um, he told you, huh? Well, they all wear something similar. They oh, wear a flag on their for bike. For the benefit, for the yeah. Well, it's for it's for AIDS life cycle right. to raise money. But so this guy had yeah. AIDS, but they all wear like a big flag on the bike. So if they go down and their mm -hmm. blood is everywhere, you're not. You, you, you just you, make you sure aware, that aware, you're just yeah. aware. Like before you go and help them, you yeah. throw some gloves on or or whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I got to listen to this guy's story. And on this event, there was 2,700 people, and there was nine heterosexuals that were there. Mm -hmm. I was one of the nine. And out of the nine heterosexuals... <laughs> so were you were in tights, by the way? Oh, I was, oh, man. Yeah, oh, I was fucking... Oh, full-blown, man. They liked you. Just nut-huggers. So bear, huh? <laughs> I, I, I didn't have the beard or the long hair oh, then. Yeah. I was military cop. Oh, military. okay. So, I, I, you know, I was I was one of nine people who were heter yeah. heterosexual. Yeah, and then out of that nine people that were there... Yeah. I was the only single person because the other lady <laughs> came with their like girlfriend and their significant yeah. other. So I was like the only wow. single heterosexual on 2,700 people. And it was the most amazing time and experience sure. that I ever had. But because it, it knocked down stigmas for you, really. Right? Like, you know, just... and I never had those stigmas, but, but I'll tell you what, people are missing out by like oh, yeah. judging people because yeah, the, the amount of like love and care and fun and laughter I had, because it would be like, you wake up, you ride your bike for eight hours and then what you do is you go in there and you set your tent, you grab your tent, you set your tent up, you eat food as yeah. much as you want, you go to sleep, you're, repeat. You're, yeah, you're, but, you're going through that struggle together. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, it was just, it was just, you know, and this goes along for all endurance events, whether it's like ultra marathon running, whether it's, you know, like just big long events yeah. that are really taxing. Yeah. There's a community of people that, that most don't understand 
that th they bring back what humanity is rather mm -hmm. than the humanity we live in where everyone just wants to win an argument that actually then actually listen to information and that's the big issue today it's not about listening to information it's about can I win this argument? And with that, we end up closing our minds off and we're, we, we don't allow new information to come in that, that might change your perception yeah. or maybe even just open our eyes to something else that's out there well, or I, an idea or anything, especially this, in this, this world. this ties to your, the point of your podcast a few episodes back is there is a direct correlation between physical fitness and mental fitness. And the people who will do a very intense endurance challenge probably like are like have their like psychological crap together like they, no they, or they're searching for it though. or they're searching but they but they're they're aware of like overcoming something like you're like that's it it it, it but, takes somebody to realize like okay like you have to be pretty mentally strong to do those types of things right i, I don't think so though i i think like so f I, I looked at it as this like i use these endurance events Cause I didn't know how to fix myself. Like I was yeah. fucked up for more, dude. I was, I, and even the first couple years that I owned the gym, yeah. I was drinking all the time. I was really fucked up for more, and I was trying to keep my shit together. And honestly, the only thing that really kept me together was the gym. Yeah. And as yeah. as shitty as I was a lot of times in the first couple years, I was going through so much shit. Um, and the only thing I knew yeah. to do was just to exhaust myself till I got to the level of quitting. And then when I got there, knew that I had to go Jeez. further. Yeah. And, and and doing those over and over and over and over again built my self-confidence. And that's exactly yeah. what we try to like push in Primal Path. And I always hate tying it back to the gym, but like that's it. Like that's yeah. what I'm doing. Right, like right, right, right. That, like my, my gym is weird. Like right, the gym is the gym is weird because it's, it's a gym that I'm here to like promote fitness. But what I'm really trying to promote is mental fitness i'm trying to promote it's, it's mental every, strength everything. it's self-confidence like everything it's shit fitness. that like i'm not i don't it's give a human, shit whether you human fitness yeah it, it, i don't give a shit what you do whether you come <laughs> in you try hard you don't come hard or like try right. hard yeah. like what i want is you to consistently come in because it's it makes creating a habit yeah, it makes it's creating some You're sort of person release of dopamine oxytocin serotonin and epinephrine it, it's creating something that allows you to believe in yourself and yeah my gym is about believing in yourself. And, it, and that's what I want people that's to realize. It, it, through fitness, that's through solid. movement. Like, that's what I want. I, I truly yeah. believe that's yeah. the way you to know, do it. It's, it's people uh, professionally. Like, especially now I'm, like, mid-career, right? So I'm I'm not an entry-level employee. Like, people talk about what's your end game. Like, what is your... what is where, where, Where's your destination professionally? Where do you want to... Yeah, what's your become? purpose? What do you, where, where, what's your goal long-term? Like, where, what are you trying to achieve where do you want to be? You know, like, what do you have to do to get there? How far, how close are you? Uh, but like, what's your, what's your plan? And, and you ask that question to 99% of people, they, they don't have a plan. They're just cruising. Right. But I think for you specifically and having the gym, like you have your, your end game is to create a space that checks all those boxes that we've been talking about for the last half hour, 45 minutes of of improving um the connection between physical fitness and mental fitness building confidence um being able to be yourself right like um coming out of your shell creating a safe space for people to be honest with each other all those those different things um but like the fact that you have a brick and mortar place to go to to do that and once you're in primal 
like it's it's funny like once you step in those doors it's like it's a, like something comes over you're like all right we're we're here to like accomplish something and it, it might be tough i'm gonna be challenged but i'm gonna have a good time with people that i i like and care about the the biggest thing and, and you just nailed it on the head during this entire covid thing since day one I have not required masks. I have not. I want people to make their own damn decisions on what they believe in when they come through our doors. I've never required masks. I've accepted people who have masks who don't yep. have masks. I don't really yeah, care what choice. you do. You can wear masks. That's what I want. I want yeah. when you walk into my space that you know that your opinion matters, and at the same time that no one's judging your opinion. Nope. And if you don't like that, I don't want you to be part of our tribe. I want you, I want you to accept people whether they wear a mask, don't wear a mask, get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine. I don't care what it is. That's not what this world yeah. is about. This world is about looking at a human as a human. It, you don't look at the opinions or the choices they make and judge them. Look them as a human. I don't care if somebody that you hate is dying. Age, you need to help them race, out. Race, sexual yes. orientation. All that shit don't matter. No, it no, doesn't no. matter. When, at, when you're at war, right. when you're at war, you don't give a shit whether they're black, white, right. or any other color. Yeah. It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. You don't care what their opinions are, their religious beliefs. You don't believe in it. It doesn't fucking no. matter. You no. want to know why? Because they're a human being and they have a soul. And that's what I want people to realize. Forget what everything, the, the, the stuff that gets put out here is all, in my mind, is yeah. a big thing about conformity of working for the government and, and control and all this other stuff. And, 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 and if, if you don't want to look at it that way, that's fine. I respect that. But to me, yeah. being in third world countries and seeing the shit that's out there yeah. and seeing what people go through. Like, and it, it, it's, at, at, when you're a primal, when you're in your box of your area where you're working out, every box is equal. You know what I mean? You, you, you Sometimes you're like, even outside the box, and we're not here on knife hitting, well, you know? Well, now we can walk outside the box. Yeah. Now that, like, now that we're a lot of us are vaccinated. But I'm going to draw, like, got a little intense there for a second, but I'm going to end here with, like, a, a J. Cole quote, that I like a J. Cole song I like. Nobody's life is better than yours. You know what I mean? So, and I think that people feel that when they come to your gym. Um, we're going to go catch some fish because they're running away from us and we're losing light. Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, but uh, but uh, on top of that, you know, you're right. That, that no life is worth more than we're yours, equals, and, and at the same we're time, the same team. no one has ever gone through what you've gone through totally. to ever make an opinion on something. Like that's the big thing, you know. That's that's what we want to preach is just come in, yep. great people, treat people as humans, as corny as the Planet Fitness quote of judgment free zone is. There's no judgment in your gym. You I feel like I, mean? I feel like uh, Planet Primal Fitness is, is judgment because I walked I in there with a cut-off shirt, and they told me I couldn't wear one and I couldn't bring a gallon of water oh, in there because you. oh they're, I know and they they're the biggest them. yeah yeah uh, we're the anti uh, Planet Fitness for sure but but I I, sure. I totally agree and and if you're if you're local and you haven't tried Primal come hang out it's a good time I don't I know I don't know many people in this area so but like if you're listening um, give it a shot it's not the bro squad CrossFit that a lot of those gyms, this is not a CrossFit gym. I'll put, I'll leave it there. So, so you know, come check it out to the, the existing primal tribe. Um, looking forward to continue on this journey that we've been on since I started. So yeah, let us know if you guys uh, like us just shooting the shit. I know we talked a lot about gym when we said we weren't going to talk about gym, but either way, if, if, uh, if you guys like us just talking about bullshit, 
please let yeah. us know. We'll gladly uh, do these again because I always enjoy this. Yeah. And, uh, and next time we'll talk more about fish if we need to. Yeah, we need to go smash some fish. Let's, get, let's catch some fish. Let's go. Take care, tribe. Later.